Let me just go ahead and hit record since Jared's calling me a pervert <laughs> from the word go. Are we missing somebody? No, we have oh, there we go. Our guest in here yet to scold us. <laughs> hey, Bob. Bobby? Hey, Bobby. Hey. There he is, the voice of film Twitter. Bobby. <laughs> Are you wearing a Giants hoodie as well? Because it looks that way. Uh-huh. What I want you to do, Bobby. I want you to hit a home run for me, Bob. I feel I'm sure like she's a heart attack, Jared and I Bobby. Are thematically ready. That's pretty serious. I'm being called a child predator. I mean, I I just want to know, Jared. I want Jared to know that I noticed his uh, Iron Man background before he changed it. <laughs> you are not. You're not getting away with this. That was this. our uh, White Sands. Uh, uh, train wreck, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> which you you may or may not have heard, because uh, I think immediately texted Jared into the uh, shitter it goes. I didn't, to, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even have to watch the the tape <laughs> to see. Oh, uh, Hiro fucked up yet another recording. <laughs> Can't wait to have Teddy on crickets, crickets, and crickets. <laughs> Just so I can look at him. Yeah. This is an audio medium, <laughs> but I just want to stare at I him. I just want to stare deep into his eyes and have a moment on Sober Cinema. Don't you love juice? I love juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hyro. Right. Hyro, who is not here. Man. Surprise, surprise. I'm so fucking pumped when he texts me and says that his kid's really sick. Thank yes! God your yes! child is ill. <laughs> <laughs> certain grade point average i'm slipping in biology my name's sylvie cooper like most 15 year olds what sylvie cooper wanted more than anything else was a best friend everybody hates me oh everybody hates me too do you want us to come over someone to talk to wow this is great someone to understand her oh ivy this is my mom georgie till death someone like ivy nice and cool in here. Um, I missed my ride. No. Dad, she's my best friend. But Ivy didn't just want a friend. Ivy wanted more. I hope that when I die, I'll have owned a sports car. I had a family. A home. And she'd do anything to get it. Hello, Mr. Cooper. Care for anything? Working today, I would have immediately texted him saying, "Watch the next five movies now. <laughs> we gotta knock them out, set them up, <laughs> knock them down. Let's go. go now. Do it now. <laughs> Watch them on four times speed. I don't care. Let's we have go. a window 
of greatness here. So if you can't tell, dear listeners, uh, I hope everyone's recording. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yep. No? Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, professionals I'm dealing with here. Hyro right. likes to record a half hour before anyone's on the call. That's just him sitting in yeah. silence. Just I heard an episode like that where Mike mm-hmm. wasn't even there and just, you yeah. know, talking shop with Jared. Yeah. That's in our Fuck you, listeners. Our text I'm not thread. lining up the tracks. <laughs> just right. as it's sent to me. <laughs> in our text thread, I uh, said, we still good for five minutes before because usually, uh, this is a behind the scenes, it's usually Hyro 30 to 45 minutes before uh, can we do it now? Now, every five minutes, can we do it? <laughs> can we move it up to immediately or suspend nope. it for 48 nope. hours? Mike tells <laughs> me 8 o'clock. I'm here at 8 o'clock, man. That's it. Yeah. Unless unless I'm on a show with Webb and then I just don't show up. Uh, but other yeah. than that, I'm on time. That's fine, too. Uh, he also, like uh, Hiro, likes to call women handsome. So... <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest on uh, who only does art house fair. That's right. Such as the like, Criterion like Poison Channel's Ivy. Poison <laughs> Ivy from 1992, which I have to admit that we are slightly cheating here because I went to look at the box office, Jared, mm. and I'm like, oh, it didn't even rank in the top 20. That doesn't sound right. Uh, we have the wrong. We're a week early on this, but uh, in my research, mm. I see that it only played on. Uh, 20 screens or theaters so very limited release but uh went on to great acclaim uh yeah it was a cult cult phenomenon i guess i was gonna say masturbating young cinephiles (laughs) i I told this to my wife and she's like oh so the teenagers that were jerking off this became old enough to work for the criterion channel and so they (laughs) moved it (laughs) as a seminal work um I feel a little bit bad because usually I look up the age of the actor and See, so Drew Barrymore here is, at the time of this release. Here's the only reason. Here's the only reason old. I'm sad. Hyro's not here. I was looking forward to the advanced calculus <laughs> he was gonna do to be like, actually, it's okay that I was ogling a 17 year old. It's totally fine. I apologize for my background somewhat. I will say this: <laughs> having now seen the film, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna assume Dave saw it a thousand times. Believe it or not, this is like, I've seen clips, but this is the first time I've actually oh. sat down and watched the movie. Big this Tom is... Skerritt fan, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I did I did think of you when that, uh, that hairpiece was revealed. <laughs> I was like, Come Mike is completely turned off now. <laughs> Just... Jared, uh, was it Bald people are ugly, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> is that how you took it, Jared? Because I... No, I it's, took uh, it as... it's pretty positive. She's like, I like it whenever you don't wear your rug piece. I like it whenever <laughs> I see the real you, Tom Skerritt. <laughs> it was very Marissa Tomei, George Costanza. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're just my type. I love the peach fuzz on top of your head. <sighs> but it threw me for a second because I'm like, wait a minute. He's bald. No, he's got a thick head of hair. And then later on, there's a sequence, which is my Zoom background, mm-hmm. where they make love in the rain. That does not look like a piece he's wearing mm-hmm. at all. Like what? It seemed like an no. un- unnecessary jab. I guess it's meant to show how uh, committed young Drew Barrymore <laughs> is as uh, the title character of Poison Ivy. I want this to be my new well, life. I will be. I mean, I also think I also think that for better or worse, this movie is fighting from the angle of like you know Tom Skerritt. Not that bad of a guy throughout all of this, where it's like, well, his wife is sick, you know, she's coming on to him. Look, hey, you hey. know, he doesn't have He goes hair. down on this teenage girl, friend of his daughter, while oh. he's holding hands with his wife, who is oh, his wife. So awful. <laughs> Man. 
the balls on this dude. <laughs> she's on pain. She's on painkillers though, and she's gonna die. Uh, and she's suicidal. She wants it. She's out she of wants it. him to be okay. She wants me to be happy as she's zoned out yeah. on oxys and whatever. <laughs> there's, there's so many clips in this movie. It's actually, especially from his wife, where she's like, "I hate you," to Drew Barrymore. And then all of a sudden, it's like, ah, "Well, maybe you're right. It's fine." I mean, I'm dying anyway. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, I ain't going to be clothes. around too much longer. Here's, I'm here's high as shit. This is my fault. <laughs> I'm right. sorry for acting out. <laughs> and it happened so quickly. It's like mm. in the space of two minutes, it goes from like, you're, you're cheating on me with this girl to being like, yeah, it's probably, it's probably on me. And I'm just like, what am I, what am I watching? Was that your read, right Dave? Because my read was, it was the flip of... Uh, oh my god, he's cheating on me with this hot new thing to, um, well, if I'm going to be replaced, replace <laughs> me with the best. Top shelf material. So, so your, your thought, your thought process, she's like, well, alright, I get it. I mean, if you're going to, you're going to fool around, but doesn't Drew Barrymore, she's hot. <laughs> she yeah, plays into that. that. She's like, <laughs> Brittany's like, uh, with the pool boy one that, day. You know what? He's mustardy. I, I, you know what? I get it. I get it. I'd do it. It's fine. Guy Pierce? I don't know. Guy yeah, Pierce, maybe? Okay, uh, Dwight Yoakam. You come in and Dwight Yoakam is with your wife. I'd, I would, I I would, would do it in! I'd, I'd hear Dwight Yoakam before I saw him. I would, I would Some... kill myself. That would be, that would be the end. Mm. This game over. You're only making this more attractive to me, Dave. This <laughs> <scenario>. <laughs> All I need is Billy Bob Thornton in there to save the day, and it would be fine, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll walk in with the hammer and see if he runs lines with me. As a sling blade bit. The point I was trying to make, Dave. Oh, sorry, that... sorry. Yeah, very important. Please continue. Okay, so. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my wife who who found this amusing. She she found this greatly amusing. <laughs> Always I, a good start. I was explaining to my wife about this seventeen year old girl. <laughs> now look, well, it's not that you, bad. Look, <laughs> Matt, she. I don't think she knows the age exactly. Um, I was under the assumption that she was at least eighteen when she filmed this, but um, the images you find on the internet like I have, are much worse than the film itself. The oh, film itself yes, is yes. actually fairly tame. It alludes to a lot of things, but there's really not that much as far as... Like, it would be actually a very disappointing teenage boy rental. It would, it would uh, be the uh, yeah, yeah, you know, the Blink-182 <laughs> punk band before you move up a step. Here's the safe stuff. Yeah, here's Tom um, Skerritt's ass. <laughs> so, yeah. so you're saying Poison Ivy is the pop punk of... Yeah. Of, pornography? Okay. So, according to IMDb, this is known as uh, Slut exploitation films which i had never heard the term before um i'm not opposed to it because i know what they're talking about (laughs) mike's like i'm interested in this new genre please i want to learn more jared Jared and i are guilty of doing an episode uh that would fit into this genre and i was explaining to my wife uh that like yeah i'd never seen poison ivy because it it, i was nine years old when this came out and it's not that i wouldn't have found drew barrymore attractive in this type of role (laughs) But I just wasn't there yet. Would have, yes. Very smart, yes. (laughs) The crush with Alicia Silverstone, Jerry, which came out in 94, 95. Mm. Now you're you're getting into my, uh, you know, time period where I'm becoming a man. That's the one I thought of with Mm. this. I'm like, same thing, but they go they go a little bit further with the the creep factor. And here's something I struggled with 
when it came to Poison Ivy, it was not, now that I know she's 17, the lack of nudity or anything like that. Because Elise also doesn't get naked. But I think they have, like, some sort of double to come in mm. to show nudity but not be her. Everyone in here is so incredibly forgiving. It's not just the people that are hoodwinked by this person. It's the people that know they're being targeted by a con artist and a hustler. And they're like, yeah, she keeps doing fucked up shit. Like, really fucked up shit. I don't know. I kind of like having her around. Even, I mean, the, the daughter walks in on after <laughs> she's been framed for a car accident with her dead mother's ashes in the car. I was uh, waiting for that to open up, by the way. The, yeah. I was like, oh, you want a full Lebowski oh, yeah. mode? Yeah, exactly. Donnie was a surfer. <laughs> we're going to be this ridiculous. Like, and the, the urn is in the car. Like, let's go. Why are we holding back at this point? She sees her dad having sex with her teenage friend that in her concussed state, she halfway imagines it's her own mother. And Drew Barrymore wants to, has a conversation with her, like, treat me as your mom. Like, tell me all the things you couldn't yeah. say to your dead mother, and I'll, I'll be that stand-in for you. That's such a weird thing to do, this whole movie. This is a really it's fucked so... up movie, but everyone is so incredibly decent so chill. to Ivy. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Did you like that or, or not, Jared? It definitely threw me for a curve, but it didn't quite go into thriller territory like I thought it would. Oh, she agitated me way too early on. She's uh, always at this person's <laughs> Ivy house. Or Ivy or Roseanne's, Roseanne's, okay, Ivy, Roseanne's just, daughter. Just the, uh, you know, I know it's a little bit hard to have sympathy for ultra-rich people to that, to that point where they're like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> drink my booze, eat my food, whatever. But she's like, copping a tood while she's getting her tattoo paid for and like clothes bought for like hey where's the money at kenny g <laughs> throw the money down like, kenny like g. oh no so you sure you're 21 22 and how old's your friend 30 30 god damn you ladies Music. It helps me concentrate. Let him concentrate, Ivy. Yeah, because you're next, honey. No, thank you. Oh, come on. How about a little penis? It says down the shaft. Plan ahead. <laughs> Why does the penis have to be so little? It's one of my hottest sellers. Usually the ladies like it between their breasts. Sterile. You bet. <laughs> Come on, Coop. How about a little artsy one? Be like we're sisters, like blood sisters. Yeah, if the infection didn't kill me, my dad would. Ah, uh, hello. I thought you said you were thirty. What's happening? She's having a little problem leaving home. Come on, it's more important: death, or friendship. Look, I'm just not the type. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. Oh, but I am? Low class? You rich little bitch with your socially acceptable rebellion. What am I, just another one of your inner city charity cases? Gee, I'm so sorry. What? That you don't have to teach me to read. Must break your heart. Fuck you, Ivy. 
You know what? You don't have any class. As a matter of fact, you look like a slut. Coop, wait. I need 40 bucks to pay this guy. I don't have any money. Well, why don't you just suck his dick? Maybe he'll give you a deal. American Express. No. Goodbye. I don't think she's 30. Okay, look, that's not as offensive as what Miss Gilbert says herself in character where she plays the card that um, her dad was black. Oh, mm-hmm. God. So because uncomfortable. Because we're here. So uncomfortable. <laughs> Early 90s, like, I'm starting to sh- shift in my seat. I'm like, eh, I don't know about this. Um, it won't surprise you. Hiro did send some notes. And oh. since he's not here, well, we'll actually I'll use actually them? use them. Nice, yeah. nice, excellent. Uh, he he actually had a uh, problem with that. Go which, translator. You know, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Mike spoke Peruvian. That's good. That's... I'm trying to read it now. Uh, he does uh, call Sarah Gilbert's uh, uh, hair sort of stylings like that's sort of like etched into her head uh, as the eye of raw question mark. So. <laughs> You know, I don't know well, what that's really, about. That's uh, more doing some detective background. work there. <laughs> um, he had a problem with uh, Sarah Gilbert is, uh, according to her, half black. And, quote, you can tell by her hair. He says, calm down, lady. Uh, he also calls Drew Barrymore a disgusting little pig in his next note, though. <laughs> oh, so, Jesus. Who? What? God. <laughs> uh, Drew Barrymore puts her boots on the dash of the car the first time she gets in. Disgusting oh, little pig. Okay. That's the that's the entirety of the note. I was, I was worried, knowing Hiro, she has, like, uh, I don't know, weird pinky toe, and he was just completely disgusted. So <laughs> jealousy over Tom Skerritt is what it sounded like at the beginning. Who among us, Skerritt? Uh, Who among <laughs> us? <laughs> he mentions the uh, car being totaled in that uh, crash. He has a problem with that. And then the note that just says Tom Skerritt ass. There's no thoughts afterwards. These are all I mean, that's the fair. ravings of John Doe from Seven here. That's probably the best note. That's because <laughs> what do you say after, rendered speechless. after that? Yes. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? Your ass is out. Uh, but Mike, do you know who made like one of their first film appearances in um, this movie? I missed it. So uh, this was uh, mentioned by. Uh, the super fan uh, from the horse college that Jared insulted. <laughs> hey, go uh, ahead. I listened to that episode. Excellent. Hit the sound. And, uh, 
said, uh, hey, did you catch Leo in this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. is he? Uh, it's but so brief. Is it cut? I, is he? He doesn't no, have a line, right? No, he, he just, does not have a line. Okay. There's a scene in the very beginning where, you know, our lead character is in trouble and they're kind of panning towards the the school uh, and a couple of students walk out of that building. He's one of those students. He's in like a blue and green rugby shirt. And if you didn't tell me it was Leo, I would never, ever have known it. Like it's on YouTube and I kept like rewinding it. And I'm like, yeah, I still don't see it, but I guess that's yeah. him. <laughs> Wikipedia makes sure that he's listed as the last, uh, last name. It just says Leonardo DiCaprio as Guy. Guy, yes. <laughs> Which comes like eight spots down from a uh, kid. Uh, another kid and also someone playing man in car. So they really were really you know, <laughs> yes. trying to get Leo's name That's in right. there. The star of Critters 3 shows some respect. <laughs> what, uh, what do we make of uh, young Sarah Gilbert here? And like, She made me uncomfortable because she looks so She's... young. Drew Barrymore does not as the jail bait, but Sarah Gilbert and her having the their brief wild things moment where they, <laughs> they kiss – this is not Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. I, no, I could, is, not, could not enjoy it. Is, it. It is not. Yeah. I Which they know, were probably, just... probably also 28 when they filmed that. So that makes us all <laughs> yes, more comfortable. Yeah. It makes everyone feel better. I just think this is, this is a really difficult movie because I think you need to care more about that character than you do. But she's so annoying. <laughs> Sarah from like, Gilbert? Yeah. <laughs> she's so annoying from the first frame that you're just like, oh God, I don't care what happens to your video. You just lied about your ethnic background to like have an edge like fuck off i don't don't need you to have a good life anymore so all right she was 17 as well Mm -hmm. she was also 17 she looks all of 12 here Mm -hmm. um yeah she looks really she's 30 though (laughs) my friend's 30 All all right voice of twitter dave oh god someone playing the race card to to earn cool points with, you know, the most ethnic of people, Drew Barrymore. <laughs> That's who you're playing the black card on. So uh, or Drew Barrymore within the first five minutes after she gets done with her her swing time, uh, just braining a dog in the middle of the road. Uh, now, a, okay, a, a, so a dying say, dog, a dying dog, but still, yeah. I will act say, of I was, mercy. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was, <laughs> I was watching this with Tessa, and I was like, oh, Mike's going to hate this movie now. And it's like... I didn't two, care for it. It's two minutes into the movie, and it's like... Nope. It's a lot. Yeah. No. I ain't seen tits yet, and I didn't and throughout, like, so it was all a waste of time. And what's the reason to, like, I guess show that she's harsh and will do terrible things? Like, can't we she's just watch the, the movie world. and see this? I'm like, there's rich people. <laughs> yeah, rich people <laughs> never kill dogs, those assholes. Drew Barrymore, <laughs> like, with that what? hair, with that get-up, she looks like she comes from a farm. So, no better, no yeah. better way to convince We're, people that you have class than to kill an animal in the middle of the road yeah. with a lead pipe. Uh, yeah, it and was, smirk immediately after. Daddy taught yeah. me this one. Clang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that very much. Not a not a fan. Um, and and again, like I'm not a person necessarily where I'm like anytime a dog dies in a movie like i'm nope we're done here that's that's mike's role usually mm-hmm. but usually it's done like for some kind of purpose but here it was just to for shock value like and i don't know to make it weird when that when the family dog chooses her i don't know like i, I was just like how do we is any of the, this movie could have been like 45 minutes long <laughs> like it did not it's only like an hour and a half and i was still going like where are we come on let's Let's wrap it up here. What are I we did doing? think, um, 
Yeah, worrying about the dog liking Drew Barrymore more than me. Uh, it's probably not top of my priority list when she's trying to <laughs> trying kill to my mom and bang fuck my, my dad. dad. <laughs> yeah, I feel like those things matter a little bit more. Because she's basically doing the Jack Nicholson bit from as good as it gets. She has treats on her. Yeah. She trains the dog to know that I always have treats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I hate to do this. Agree with Dave. But <laughs> yes. Sarah Gilbert is so unlikable that you're like, you know, maybe it's just better off if dad, maybe he waits until she's 18, <laughs> marries her, and then Sarah Gilbert that gets was, to have a hot mom. A that was the other thing. I was, I was watching this movie with Tessa, and she was like, please tell me she was 18 when, when they filmed this. So, of course, I like mm. whipped out the phone and was like, oh. So close. That's we can't just, enjoy this. And she was only like, in certain uh, states. Can we yeah, just in Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> only, only in Texas. You can't do that here. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, and you know, Sarah Gilbert is not someone. No offense to her. I don't. I don't really know what she went on to uh, do. Although I, apparently, she was on. Maybe you can find the clip. Uh, Drew Barrymore's talk show recently, uh, where she said that their kiss was, uh, you know. Very affirming of her decisions. <laughs> An important was, moment for yeah, Sarah. Yeah, entering adolescence. So, you know, good for her, uh, I guess. Uh, we kind of made fun of Anne Heche on the Juror episode for playing a little grab ass with me more when maybe it wasn't necessary. In out, but, in out. Figure it out. Yeah. Come on. Here, here it was scripted. But, yeah, my idea of, like, early wild things for the, uh, the teenage VHS uh, rental store days is not Sarah Gilmert having Drew Barrymore's her stepmom that she wants to fuck. I think that predates the uh, step-sibling type thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jared can speak to that more, obviously. And it's, it's so odd, because I remember this movie being talked about like in hushed tones, like, oh, you gotta see Poison Ivy. It's so, oh, it's so scandalous. It's so... And I was and I watched it, and I was like, boy, times have fucking changed. Hmm. <laughs> like, I watched yeah. this, and I was like, eh. Want me to get a jacket for you? Sweater? That's Drew Barrymore starring in Poison Ivy as a scheming brat who makes a lot of mischief after she befriends another lost teenage soul, Sarah Gilbert from TV's Roseanne. Gilbert plays the daughter of a very wealthy couple, and the two girls become fast friends when they both find themselves in hot water. Misery loves company. So, Cooper, what did they nail you for? I found a bomb threat to KTVM. When Drew Barrymore, as Ivy, basically moves into her friend's home, she becomes a sexual tease to the dad, played by Tom Skerritt. That dress fits you perfectly. Uh, You look, uh... Beautiful. And she gets more bold when she and the dad are finally alone in the house together. A few years ago, such a scene might be cute. Today, it's tasteless. This cost 150 bucks. 150? Well, um, that ought to do it. Also tasteless is the scene where Tom Skerritt's invalid wife discovers the affair. Honey, I'm, I'm glad you're awake. I, you look nice. Oh, yeah. How stupid of me. What a dumb, sick jerk oh, I've been. Honey, quiet now. What's your little party? Are you afraid of the ruin? 
And poison ivy gets even worse and more ridiculous when the mother dies, we'll phrase it this way, under questionable circumstances. You know the hit movie, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Well, we basically saw the same story there of a stranger who becomes a home wrecker. But that film was a masterpiece compared with Poison Ivy because that babysitter character had some character. Here we just get a troubled teen who becomes a sex pot. Poison Ivy is cheap and it's empty. I think that there was some material here that could have been developed into a better film. I, I think in yeah. particular Sarah Gilbert did a good job of playing That's the most isolated yes. girl who really needs a friend. Drew Barrymore was strange because she was really trying to play this evil, scheming uh, woman and too sweet. Frankly, she's not mean enough to play yes, this too role. Sweet. She came across as kind of nice, and yes. uh, and but dress up sexy yes. and act real bad. And I can think of several actresses who do have it in them. It's the same problem we have with Tom Selleck in the first movie. Right. There are some people who can't play mean-spirited, nasty, vicious people, and I think Drew Barrymore may be one of them. Uh, I don't know that it's really written in the character either, the way this is done. Mm -hmm. And also, I think that they try to play it a little bit for comic effect in the shooting style. It's yeah. a little sexual tea stuff. And again, I think today's headlines, maybe that's the message of this week's show, yeah. today's headlines have raised the ante for movies, I think. And if you're getting into some of these social issues, you've got to be pretty sharp to deal with them okay when we come back two women hit the road and leaving normal on their way to but then i guess drew barrymore basically went from this to doing the amy fisher story like she was on a run here of just playing ah. problematic young women that's it's like i am no longer the kid from et you are gonna know me for something different this is something that's come up uh i think uh, i got on jared i lectured him in high row oh. and i was so excited about bound and they were not but we kind well, of got into that assholes mike i I listened to that episode, and I was probably the only person more angry than you on mm. that episode. I was like, the build-up for this. Yeah, mm -hmm. agreed, uh, Jared. I have to go uh, <laughs> hold Tilly's titties on both shoulders. Like, I love them, Mike. I love them, I promise. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you do. I'm, too, I'm so jaded. I've watched too much porn. Like, I appreciate Clearly. it. But... So how does that affect you with this? Jared, because oh, I feel register. like this was <laughs> this would be kind of quaint even for Jared's two, like, are right? there women in this? Say, yeah, notice that was one of my personal notes. Is like if I had sat through like um, that garbled uh, snow Skinamax mm, <laughs> as a teen yeah. for this, I would have been very upset. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got a false impression of it. Also, I think this is the first time I watched this. Uh, the one with Jamie Presley. Oh yeah, the sequels, right? Yeah, where there's much more nudity. That was three, uh huh. That yeah, was three. <laughs> that one I was like, all right, <laughs> this is going to be love great. That this movie has like, there's like three or four of these. Alyssa mm -hmm. Milano is in one of them. Like, it's like hmm. who would have thought this would become a series? Like, I'm trying to uh, see. But what's Wikipedia thing? lists these by the screenwriters? <laughs> When you go to the continuity of Poison Ivy. Yeah, that's that's what people give a shit about. That's Who wrote guy. this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. The thing that I kind of found interesting in like reading on Wikipedia about this is I guess the original script, she gets away. Uh, she gets away with it and kind of goes hitchhiking down the road. And it's like very reminiscent of old, like old school Hollywood stuff where the where New Line basically said like, no, she has to be punished. She's done this terrible thing. She has to die. Like you can't let her get her alive. And that's like what they did in like the the Hayes code where it was just like no no we can't have you know the bad guys get away with something he has to die in the electric chair or die in a shootout with the cops and we're doing the same thing here which i found kind of odd given the type of movie it is 
I didn't mind it uh, so much because <clears throat> once you introduce the uh, you heard here first, mother. Mike wants seventeen-year-old girls well, to die. <laughs> maybe that particular one. <laughs> yeah, she's a bad egg. <laughs> when uh, when she wants to play mommy to uh, little Gilbert here, little I'm like, Gilbert. okay, role play. Role play it to the very end. Like you're going to be just as Jump. suicidal seeming as a mom. You're going to be on the balcony and that's how you're going to get it. Like it surprised me. I read that same note, Dave. I'm like, Oh, this just seems like such a clear setup yeah, yeah, no, for how it, it's going it to wrap up. Yeah. So I don't know what executive was like, you idiots. You're like, she's just going to like walk away. You can't, no, you can't do that. Which also, you know, they're not going to get Drew Barrymore to come back to do more of these. Maybe at the time that was a toss up if she was. Yeah, but, possibly. Uh, yeah. I tend to agree with Jared that, you know, in the Poison Ivy <laughs> cinematic universe, uh, cast a, cast a new Ivy. What a, what a horrible phrase. That mm. is like, the uh, worst. Like James Bond, you just get a new Poison Ivy every couple yeah, of years. Right. You know? yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like you it. say it's horrible, yeah. Dave, but this is an official Criterion entry, at mm. least on the streaming well, service. Well, on the streaming service. <laughs> I had let's, some cognac let's... and a cigar when I watched it. <laughs> Honest to God, I had no idea that this was on the Criterion channel, and I, like, you know, pulled out Just Watch, and I was like, where is this playing? And mm-hmm. I was like, that has to be a misprint. There's no that way That is the reason real. we were here, Dave. I'm like, oh, we finally got an art house movie Whoa, for Dave. we got a Criterion. Come, speak to. Come on in, yeah. Dave. Where's the black and white option, sir? <laughs> I mean, Perhaps you know, I can you... watch the French dub. <laughs> I mean, you do get to see Tom Skerritt fall down in the rain, and that might be worth mm. the price of admission. For this entire movie, and him finally figuring it out with this steering wheel shaped bruise. That's why you wanted me to take you from behind. <laughs> when he finally notices, I was just like, oh, I thought you were into it. Mm. God damn it. Everything you know I, I love know. your titties. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was honestly, uh, I thought he like knew, but he's like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to give this a pass. I'll yeah. bring this up another time. <laughs> yeah, we'll deal with this See later. See no <laughs> evil. <laughs> what is the uh, Rotten Tomatoes for this? Either one of you have that up? I'm wondering it's, if the Criterion is are they correct or are they just do they just need content for the? It's 36 service? for um, <laughs> critics and 39 for audience. I think. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, Criterion has been like it's it's been very interesting to watch the things that like come onto the service and leave. It does feel like. Part of it is like, well, we got to bring some people in and also like have different genres, like the kind of exploitation kind of films, because there's they're doing some interesting things here with that with that genre. And I get like, OK, that's a part of um, independent film because this movie was made for next to nothing. It's made by like Kat Shea, I think is the name of the director, and she studied under Roger Corman. Like, so it's that kind of level of non-monetary value for a movie like this but it is i think this like showed up on the service like three months ago and it's already on its way out like it's just like yeah you got you got your shot you got your shot that's right yes perfect timing i had it backwards 39 (laughs) actually the critics rated it higher 39 (laughs) the audience said 36 i think well i think the audience was sold a false bill of goods like this feels Mm. like you know you're gonna there's no smut here. <laughs> There's not enough smut for me. You couldn't have it waited did have a its, year? Uh, Come on. Did have its debut at the Sundance Film Festival yeah. in 92. So, you know, somewhere along the way, they thought this was playing to uh, independent film goers. Uh, maybe that's why you have the, the weird uh, race comments. Uh, you know, it's playing with the... Uh, you know, this, this girl, I guess, uh, having this lesbian crush. I mean, there's a lot of stranger elements, but 
yes, in 2022 eyes. I don't know if this one's aged better or if I just see it for the tempted smut that it always was, which is fine. But it's it is strange that ninety two at some point someone thought oh this is a this is a art house uh, material and we'll have a breakout here. Roger Ebert uh, said the casting is so wrong that nothing quite works. I wonder <laughs> who he was picking on or everyone. I guess I think Tom Skerritt's probably fine. It's Tom not Skerritt plays a decent play. creep. <laughs> he does well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you basically just need to be of a certain age. Mm-hmm. Uh, have the, the slick back really hair. Helps. <laughs> The mustache. Yeah, it's just a look. Um, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if Drew Barrymore is really that good. It's just here. a dramatic difference from what people were used to from her. More than a good performance. Just like, oh, I can't believe Drew Barrymore is doing this. Like, the shock value of it, I think, is the only bit that really works. She still just seems so innocent. Even Yeah, the only memory I have is her going topless on David Letterman. That I like, I caught the tail end of her wild days, and so for, for my like sort of burgeoning years, she was like, oh, the 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 sweet kind of goofy silly girl, the one that's never been kissed, going back to high school. Like that's I missed this time period. I'm aware of it, and I certainly was aware of certain images you could find online. Apparently, none from Poison Ivy, but uh, yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't think she has femme fatale in her. Really. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I I just love the. According to the New York Times, when it debuted at Sundance, people were either enraptured or insulted, which is really what you want to go for hmm. in a movie. Strong reactions. I, I, I like want to know, uh, you know, how many uh, future movie podcasters were the ones that were enraptured? Ninety percent, probably ninety to ninety-five. <laughs> I was riveted yep. the whole yep. time with this. Absolutely. Yeah, apparently the Seattle International Festival of Women Directors said it was politically incorrect, so they were not going to be a part of this. Like. No, thank you. We're good here, actually. Like, I, I think that's the most surprising part about this to me, was that this was directed by a woman. Like, I I would never have believed that if I didn't look it up. Yeah. Like, this feels, like, very much, like, you know, the quote-unquote male gaze is pretty strong. Here. Women don't like each other. It's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. That's over cinema, Dave. Would you like to promote anything right there on that, that exit? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I should, but if you want to hear a classier version of one of your hosts here, you should listen to Off-Screen Death. I believe the very next thing we're recording is Anaconda, so a very classy show on oh. Off-Screen Death. Pass it up. Another criterion. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> a movie I have been ready to talk about for weeks. Yes. John Voight, eaten by a snake. Everybody wins. Great movie. Just had to get a shot in on our own content we've got. <laughs> I'm like, what is the next thing we're recording? If anyone was thinking of downloading it, no. You just stay right here. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave is uh, coming back for our next episode. Ooh, glad Hyro's not here because the last thing we recorded with Hyro, um, he, uh, I was just wondering why Lawrence Fishburne uh, changed his name. We apparently had the last appearance of Larry Fishburne as far as how he was credited. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hyro's response was, yeah, I guess he just got too uppity. <laughs> oh, God. 
I forgot about that. I remember us, him being, um, he couldn't figure out why both of us were like, nope, nope, not touching that. <laughs> he was just blissfully unaware why me and Jerry, <laughs> the two our eyes went like, nope, nope. What was the last movie he was credited as? Deep late? Cover. Deep oh, Cover. Great movie. Starring Another Criterion, by the way. That shows that uh, shows that I could never ask an innocent question <laughs> in regards to uh, anyone that is not white and straight, because I don't know what one of my co-hosts will say. Uh, the only the only ones I can count on are the ones from Kentucky. Strangely, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he said that. I mean, I can, but Jesus. he he wasn't aware as to why that was a bad thing he to still say. Didn't get it. He still did not understand. Oh, no. All right. This, uh, um, you know, it just reminds me of a certain group chat where an individual that Jared will not let me name mm, uh, used mm. a, a slur and he did not realize that he did. And well, that, was, that was maybe the best thing he ever put in that group chat. The dearly departed was very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very dumb person. The dearly dumb that is, departed. That is a, yes. I know who you're referring to. Uh, I don't think he's in the continuity. Other Well, other than we've mentioned someone that... Jared and I wouldn't have minded seeing uh, killed Die. in a bar at some point that we know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Um, here's the problem with you drawing that that line between uh, Hiro and that person is that Hiro uh, works for our government in a very <laughs> important <laughs> part of the process of keeping us safe. And that man but I feel is like at a hookah bar at 2 a.m. crying. But weeping. I strangely think those two would get along a little too well. And I don't know what that says about our government, but here we are. I think I'm going to end it there. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good, perfect.